Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? The Celtic Warrior, Seamus. Wardlow here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. I will never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Welcome to the Die Bar of the IWC. Welcome to <laughs> Wrestling on the Rocks, episode one. Again, is <laughs> on my birthday. Thanks, Marv. That went smooth as ever. Jesus. The audio listeners will never know. They don't know, dude. They don't get it. It's Marv's birthday. You know, you got to let him have it on his birthday. Of all days, you know, let him have his birthday. When I was in high school, there's a kid that for some reason, like it became a joke to tell the school announcers like, hey, it's Kathy's birthday. Yeah. And they never paid fucking enough attention to care. So you'd have, I think like, it was like 30 times throughout the year, like multiple times a week would be like, Oh, it's cat and Kathy Kim. <laughs> it's probably should say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and like, or yeah, any, any substitute teacher. Oh yeah. It's Kathy's birthday. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. Uh, quick cheers. And thank you to first fans. First sports network. Bringing you a lovely episode one. Take a drink. Cheers. Let's get into a few things real quick right away. Man, I haven't even had a drink today. I just took one That's sip. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. What's I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you my glass. I got Busker Irish whiskey again. I like having a little bit of whiskey straight on the rocks, literally with a rock in it. Uh, finally got some whiskey stones. It's got very spherical ball-like stones, so I got my cold balls in my drink again. Do they shrivel up? I mean, as it gets colder or warmer? As it gets colder. No, they stay steady. These <laughs> ones are good. Just well, drop them into. Oh, I got Hennen and Henninger. It's a as I don't hold it toward the camera. It's a German lager. Yeah, it is. Yeah, big fan of German lagers myself. 
Uh, also, before we get over to Bishop, what are you smoking today? You just got a little stick over there? Yeah, I got a Fuente. Fuente what? Just uh, Arturo Fuente Special. Especial? Yeah, it's paid literally $2 for it. Yeah, dude, they don't they don't fuck around, man. Even their cheap ones and stuff are so good and solid. Yeah. I get people who swear by it. We I used to have people come in sometimes and say stuff like I only smoke Quente, nothing else. And it wasn't even worth like arguing with them about it because you're like, I get it. <laughs> like <laughs> that's there's probably fair. something else I could find you you'll like, but fuck, man. I mean, you got the whole spectrum there too. Quentes from their top tier to their bottom tier. Their levels, but there's like this baseline that they just won't fuck with. So oh yeah, they won't mess around. Uh a lot of other ones, brands I wouldn't talk so highly of. But Bishop, what do you got over there? What's in your glass? Uh just a bottle of zero sugar Canada dry ginger ale. It's not too sweet. Well, it's zero sugar. Well, it's not in the NWO. That's also their slogan. Jeez, just can't win oh. over here. <laughs> <laughs> It's not in the NWO. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Do they have that written on the fucking bottle? No, I don't think so. Okay. Remember so that you... commercial though? No. Canada dry, Canada dry ginger ale. It's not too sweet. You remember that? No. I mean, my whole life, I was too sweet for life. You know. So like, I can't imagine getting a drink that says they they're not too sweet. I'd be like, oh shit, man. I only fuck with the too <laughs> sweet. Fair yeah. enough. Like, Fair I enough. Wish I, could. wish I could, but I can't. Uh, <laughs> At TW Takes Podcast on Twitter, TWTakesPodcast.com. Just in you case they didn't know. No. No, but it's still yeah. there. Is yeah, it? Archives, bro. Yo, archives, dude, you know what I don't understand? I was don't go to the library it. for new releases. <laughs> I went to uh I went to our website the other day to see what was up and I was like, man, how far back are these videos right now? It said the videos were removed. What? I was like, they're still there, dude. They're on YouTube. Like, I have no idea what videos were there that they just expired or some shit. I don't know. So <laughs> I'm either gonna take those down or get back to it or something. I haven't figured out what we're doing yet. But you can go to wrestlingontherocks.com slash shop. And get some fucking new tees, new designs. We got the new Thursday Night Chaser crew on a t-shirt. We got a new sponsor, not sponsored, with our logo on it because Amanda demanded it. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. I think I got it. Wait. Yeah, I did it. Oh, because her name's Amanda. Got it. Yeah. And then and then the new logo, the new crisp logo is up there too. Uh, did I tell you guys when I designed this logo and got it all crisp and finally like did stuff the right way instead of just hand drawing it? Found out that the other one I had was crooked. Right. The whole time. <laughs> nice. Like, god damn it. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's just that's artistic flair. That's what I said, man. It's got some fucking spunk on it. You know? Okay, maybe not like that. No? Spunk oh. to it. Oh. Yeah. 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 You don't want to get spunk on it. Yeah, it's got some cum to it. <laughs> well, guys, let's talk a little bit about in the news. There was only a couple things that, uh, I mean, we talked about it beforehand. There, was, there wasn't, here's the deal. I stay the fuck off of social medias most of the time. I scroll through Instagram because I like pictures. I scroll through threads and realize there's not a lot going on here. I wish there was. And then uh, and then I'll log into X for like a minute and go, this is awful. And then I won't <laughs> go back on for like four or five days. You know what I mean? Like I barely can go on this stuff. I still get notifications about things. So sometimes I'll check what I'm being notified about. But outside of that, I'm not looking at it. So I don't know a lot of the news that goes on anymore. I don't check it out because it also has never impacted my ability to enjoy what I'm watching. Right. Like the less I'm reading that stuff, the less I care about what's happening. That's not on TV. The more I'm enjoying what is on TV. Right. And sometimes you'll go there to see what's going on about certain things. X, Y, Z. Why is this person missing? Oh, an injury happened. Oh, no. Boom, boom. Which, by the way, I mean, I hope Cora Jade gets better. I mean, she barely got back. She hurt herself at a live show. She's going to be out for like six to nine months. That's fucked Jesus up. Fuck. I know she was gone for like that long before. And I don't even think it was an injury thing. I think it was a story thing. And I think that it was uh, her taking care of herself and she wanted to, you know, 
go through our own personal surgeries and stuff. Oh, uh, the rest of plans? Yeah, yeah. Whatever she wants to do, that's all there. But it wasn't no, like I due don't. to injury that was yeah. was unavoidable. And then so this happened right after she gets back, and she's like, obviously she was going to be in the title scene, and just a bummer. So I hope she gets better. Um, yeah. So so I so we don't typically know much news that's going on, but one of the things we did see that was going on was that bullshit going on with Kayla Braxton. I saw the video come through. And I, I know that like she had her reasons on why she shared the guy's thing, but the guy said a bunch of stupid shit. And I don't like when people get, they get their notoriety. They get their, they, the problem with highlighting that is that guy just got what he wanted. Yeah. yeah. Because before that, I never heard of him. I had no idea who he was. Now I know to find him, to block him. So I can continue to never hear or know him. So there is that side of it, but not everybody uh, is a reasonable person who's going to say, oh, this is somebody who needs to be gone. There are going to be idiots who see this and go, well, he tells it like it is. Oh, well, at least he's being honest. Like all those dumb excuses people give to people being yeah. assholes right. who want to be assholes. Right. Uh, so in one sense, it's all like, well, shit, I wish he hadn't have done that because now he's going to say he won. He got what he wanted. This is amazing. Look at all this cloud I got. But on the flip side, she's also trying to highlight how horrible this is and how stupid this guy is. And it kind of reminded me of why we're doing what we do and why we haven't blown up, which I'm happy with because we like to come here criticize things that we think aren't going well, offer up other solutions, try not to pick a physical fight with Drew McIntyre <laughs> <Fail. laughs> and, and just enjoy it. You know what I mean? Talk about what we do like, talk about what we, what we don't like in a positive way. Most of the time. But we don't go on these big, loud, round, raging, screaming fights with nobody trying to get this weird clout. Um, I don't know, Bishop, you saw it, too. Do you think this dude even was meaning what he said or what was your your thought on it? Because I wasn't sure if he's just outright trying to get traction off of it. You know, it's it. It definitely I people like that, they operate in an echo chamber, right? So mm -hmm. they're going to say the things they say around the people they say them around. And. You know, and, and I'll say it on here because I'm not afraid of having conversations. You know, he he was baiting Kayla Braxton by calling her a rape baby and knowing Kayla Braxton's story and how she had to, like, battle adversity, like yeah. going for these weaknesses is just it's garbage, man. Like, you know, I made the comment that he just has a lack of awareness. And what I mean by that is when you operate in your echo chamber and you say things that, you know, you probably shouldn't because they aren't nice. Whether it's no. rape baby, uh, uh, racially insensitive slurs, or ethnically insensitive, whatever, like making those jokes or <laughs> things that aren't jokes and thinking that they're jokes, like you lack a social awareness on how what makes you laugh makes other people cry. Yes. And, and wanting to do that for whatever it is if like if somebody was like hey if you make this joke online i'll pay you a million dollars i would battle over making that joke for the million dollars you know what yes. because like i have morals and ethics but this guy did, yeah. did it for free yeah you know what i mean he did it for free yeah. he ain't making money off of it even if the episode he does get monetized i don't even fucking know who he is but let's say the episode is monetized he makes fucking 600 bucks from it was it worth it that's how you feel like it's just that that's what I mean by lack of awareness to like like there's shit bigger out here than words and situations. And that's how you want to operate. And it's so hard to come on here to talk this way. And people want to call you white knights and all this bullshit. I ain't here to save her. She's a grown girl. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. I see people acting that way. I got to say you're a fucking idiot. There's yeah. no point in doing it except for this right now. We're talking about it. Now everyone else is talking about it. now. Kayla talked about it. OK, what's next? In two days, people are, are going to gloss over it the way they gloss over everything, and you're not going to be famous anymore. People are just going to know Kayla got called this. By who? I don't know. Some piece of shit. Some asshole. Yeah, yeah some <laughs> yeah. jerk off. Yeah, it's just it's that it's it sucks. It sucks that people choose to start the conversation that way. It's And it's not like Kayla went to his house, kicked him in the dick, and was like, hey, this rape baby came over and kicked me in the dick. Even then, it's still crossing the line. But what the fuck did she ever do to him? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think oh. there's a subset of people that they're they think humor never got past that cringy point in the mid two thousands where people would say stuff like that. That like midpoint of internet humor and like like when you'd see people like uh, Anthony Jesselnik have huge specials, but people weren't getting anything beyond. They're laughing at the wrong parts of the bit. Yes. They're yeah. They're they're like they're laughing at oh he said the outlandish thing not what else is going on so the, to them the joke is like saying something outlandish and terrible or you know trolling somebody and it's not it's it's you you just you're just an asshole it's the dave chappelle thing it's why dave chappelle left in the middle of recording his third season mm -hmm. was because he started realizing people were not laughing at the joke they were laughing at the, at the offense word. yeah so instead of what he's trying to do is artistically and funnily to be able to bring levity to a bad situation that kind of maybe, maybe you'll change someone's mind. Maybe you won't, but maybe you at least let them see a different side of it. Trying to project a satire on the ridiculous nature that is racism because it comes from such a fucking silly concept. Like, I mean, racism is awful, but at the mm -hmm. core of it, it's just stupid, right? Yeah. It just comes from nothing. So to be able to point a satirical spotlight on it and say, look how stupid racism is. Right. And then have people laughing at the part being like, look how funny racism can be. You're like, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> that was not what I was saying. And I'm like, but that's what I heard. And it's that same kind of thing where these kind of idiots go, Oh, if I say this outrageous thing, like, what do you gain? Like, like you said, I don't know what you gain from it. Even the idea of like saying like, shouldn't say it. Cause it's not nice. Yeah. I also think it's even deeper than that of like, why is that thought even crossing your mind? Right. Like, and of all things to call somebody like, I mean, she even pointed it out on her story today. Like it's, it's the least amount of control anybody has of anything in their life is how mm -hmm. they're conceived. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even as you get older, you can do stuff to your body and your looks and, your gender and you can skin bleach and all that stuff. If you really don't want to have a certain skin tone and you can tan, if you want to have a darker skin tone, but the things you, you'll... So yeah. <laughs> right at you, Sammy. But his, but his skin but like, yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, the one thing that you'll never have any impact on whatsoever, no matter what you do, what you say, how you live is how you're conceived. Oh. So the idea that you would hold that over somebody in some way, like you're superior in some way, the very act of you even thinking those words makes you inferior intelligently than than anything else. Um, but like you said, I don't know what the person stands to gain outside of uh, infamy and, and attention, attention. Yeah. yeah. What's what's gr even more gross about something like that? You know what? And I, I again, I didn't go past what I saw, so I don't I don't even know if he said this, but people who say stuff like this, you know what they sit behind? Hmm. Was I wrong? Is it not true? Right. Like saying the truth out loud when it's that gross. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. like it just doesn't, you know, there's, uh, and I'll backtrack a little bit on what I said before, but cause like there's, there's cultures, right? There's subcultures of our own communities where like, you know, if we're boys and we're joking around, like I was in a basketball locker room in high school where everyone said everything. Right. And me mm -hmm. included. And there was no offense. There was all, so much love and camaraderie and all this stuff, right? And then you grow and you learn that, hey, you know, probably wasn't this the smartest thing. But my point is, like, that quiet part that was inside that locker room doesn't go outside. And mm -hmm. there, there was a moment in this comedy section, like Clump was talking about, where these comedians were making the quiet jokes out loud. And now mm -hmm. everyone has taken these quiet jokes and they say them out loud. And without the context of the situation in which most of these things are manifested, like they're all inappropriate. They're oh, yeah. all not necessary. They're all not needed. Yeah, I mean, when you go back to like all the Greg, Greg Giraldo roast and stuff, right? Like most of what all of that is in context is that they're friends. Yes. And it, it comes from love and care. So you can say the most vile shit to these people because they know you love them. And yeah. that's the part that misses with social media. Even if you are a fan, every single celebrity, wrestler, whoever it is that talks about a negative comment on Twitter, what's the first thing they say? When I respond, they go, oh, I was just fucking around. I'm a fan. 
They don't know you love them because you don't know them. You don't know these people. You can't say those things. So don't fucking say those things. Well, and I don't know if it's if it's a I don't, I this person I don't even know if they'd say it's a, they're a fan because the other thing that like it's attention and it's also it's it's a man exercising a perception of power over a woman because yep. you know who he didn't say this to is Titus O'Neil and I can't yep. think of anyone who has a more tragic entry into this world than Titus O'Neil and they, nobody's saying anything to his six foot seven giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like if if you're gonna, but but it's he's picking a a victim, an easy target, someone he yep. you know he knows to get maximum like upset from, and that's oh bullshit. God, you, could you imagine want... Titus in the comments? Go say that to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just come in the comments. And go say that to me. That guy's asshole is gonna tighten up so quick. <laughs> he'll probably throw up. Because yeah. what are we talking about? You you are absolutely right. The the manpower over the woman that. She's five foot nothing. And all she does is try to project herself in positivity. And people just fucking tear that shit down, man. That's gross. And the more you follow her, too, the more you know that she battles with so much of her identity. And she battles with mental health. And like you said, but what she keeps doing is projecting positivity. She puts out a sarcastic front to make other people laugh, to make herself laugh. She's into the things that she's into so she can share that with others, right? and try to be open to people in a sense where she wants to be a positive light in a time when it's hard to be. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like Matt Cardona said that he's, he's purposefully positive all the time because it's very difficult for him because he wakes up every day and he doesn't feel like doing it because he does battle with like depression and, and those things that like, if he doesn't make the conscious effort to be positive and make the decision it's an effort for him. It doesn't come naturally. There's some people where it comes supernatural. They just are always thinking positively. It's those that don't, that put out the most, you know what I mean? Like the Kayla's and Matt's, I don't think that they wake up every day going, it's going to be easy to be happy about this one. You know what I mean? They go, okay, how can I be positive here and at least make everything else around me better? Right. And that's exactly the point that I felt too, Clump. The way he was doing it felt like a man trying to belittle a woman. This also felt like as much as I... (laughs) I mean, it's, it's stupid in a lot of ways, but it, like the the way people talk about the the dick energy, as it were, it was like it felt like someone who'd been rejected, right? You would never say that if she was in your in in the bar next to you and smiled at you, you wouldn't say that. It does right? have mad incel energy, like that. Yeah, like exactly, I'm going to say this horrible thing because the world has not handed me supermodels on a pedestal. Yeah, and you could never have someone like that because you don't know how to treat someone like that because your reaction to being rejected is to say something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you've already established why you yeah, will never all, get someone like a Kayla. Mm-hmm. It's all bravado. It's all it's all mm-hmm. machismo, right? Like, they're all trying to act and brag and, and, and posture a certain way because they think that's what alphas do and say because, look, there's guys, you know, laughing at me. And this fuckhead, I watched this shit long enough to go, oh, okay, you put all your alphas on the wall behind you. He's got giant posters of UFC fighters. Meanwhile, he's the size of this fucking ginger ale bottle. Like you said, he ain't saying it's Titus. He'll get fucking slapped down. No, hell no, he ain't too sweet. (laughs) He looked like a Canada Dry ginger ale-ass motherfucker. Like, you know, it's just... That's an insult I'm taking forward from now on. I'm going to throw up people. You got it. All yours. All yours. Yeah. Canada dry yeah. looking Cheers, Justin. <laughs> I know you said it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Justin. I know he's in the chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Cheers to Justin earlier, time coming through. But yeah, um, but yeah, yeah fuck these but... people, man. Just... Yeah. And, and to me, what it did was because, because look, realistically, we are in the wrestling fan podcast space. And we have been for years four years or so i've seen so many podcasts come and go i've been reached out to you by so many podcasts hey we're doing a thing can you help me with this hey can you help me with that and i always give everybody that i can everything that i can uh whether i cut them a a crazy deal on giving them something cheap whether i've done things for free or whether i've given them a price or sent them to somebody else who can help them more something out of my wheelhouse right uh because we're our own bubble realistically conrad does a very established style. You need the star. You need the co-host, right? Without a wrestling star, someone in the business, whether they were in front of the screen or behind the screen, and almost all of them were in front of the screen at one point, uh, 
you're not going to just get your notoriety. So you got to find it a different way. Right. And what we did is we decided we were just going to be a safe space to talk about whatever people want to talk about and not just tear people down in a way for their opinions. But this isn't an opinion. This is just an idiot. Right. And so what I think he does is he shines a bright light on why people should not be giving wrestling fandom podcasts a chance because how they're trying to establish their own notoriety is being loud and offensive that a uh, JD idiot came across my feed today to, or not today, but the other day uh, I didn't even listen to it. I just saw someone say, what the fuck is this guy's problem? And I saw the face and went, Oh, I know what his problem is. He's a fucking idiot. And he makes us all look bad. Right. Mm-hmm. He's the reason why if I go to a meet and greet and ask a wrestler to maybe give a little shout out to my podcast, I don't know about that, man. I mean, they just don't know yeah. because they don't know if you're a piece of shit. Because the bottom line is there's a lot of pieces of shit who do this. And like you said, we just want to come from a place of love to begin with. We wouldn't be sitting here to have a drink with good friends to talk about good shows that we like. We wouldn't have cut out things. We've cut out watching shows that we didn't feel positive about because we didn't want to just bring a bunch of shit talk to a show. We don't mind critiquing. and We don't mind like tearing something down if it's really not working for us. But we also don't just yeah, but you on still it and do blame the person. Man. What? You still do Thursdays, man. (laughs) I do Wednesdays. I let someone else do Thursday now. (laughs) There's a reason I don't pop on Thursdays. You know what I mean? I don't got a lot of nice things to say about it, but other people do. And let them have the conversation because I'm not bringing anything to it. So, yeah. Pieces of shit like that give wrestling podcasts a bad name. Um, So, I don't... uh, I just wanted to to tell Kayla we love her because that's fucking bullshit. She had to deal with that. And she's... I'm trying to think if there's anybody even close to her as far as backstage interviews go. She's in a world of, like a league of her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really honed in on it. Yeah, cheers to Kayla. Yeah. Cheers to Kayla. I like, too, they put her in the video games and you can wrestle as her. Like, how fucking good are you at an interviewer that that's <laughs> they're putting you in there, you know? Producer lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the
producer lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks.